You are now entering a world, a world beyond our own dimension, where men are men. A world where men are the masters of their own destinies. A world where the laws of society no longer exist. This is the Society of Scoundrels. What's up? Hey-o! Good evening! <laughs> welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Society of Scoundrels, or welcome if this is your first time listening. I'm Brian. I've got Josh with me. Steve's not here today, so instead we've got my brother-in-law, Will, filling in. Hello. What's up, Will? What's going on? Super stoked to be here. Are you? Appreciate you having me. Yeah, we're yeah, glad man. to have you. Our first guest, this dude. This is badass. It's official. We said we were going to have guests, and it's fucking I weird. was going to ask if that was true, if I was going to be the first guest. Yeah. You ever. are first. You're, you're kind of a guest host. Yeah. So I like the sound of that. <laughs> so uh, how was everybody's Christmas? Oh. Santa was good. Everybody was good? Mine was, mine was decent. I'm in the middle of my Christmas right now because I worked... I worked 48 hours, so I was at work on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, so we uh, we had a nice little Christmas morning, did a little breakfast, a little gift exchange, but it was it was small because we're trying to uh, get the lockdown on that new house. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So how's that coming? So we're saving some money. Good. We uh, we got our paperwork from our closing attorney, got all that signed and sent over today, um, and then we'll get. We got um, what is the pre-approval, final approval for the loan oh, or yeah, some yeah. shit. So um, we're like, ha- I guess halfway there. We just got to wait the next couple of days and make sure we don't get a big ding on our credit. But yeah, looks like looks looks good. Looks nice. like we're getting it. Good for you. You gonna be on John's Island? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. John's Island, born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> Yeah, born and raised, except not at all. Yeah, yeah, not at I'm actually from <laughs> not Tennessee even from here. <laughs> or even Utah or born in Korea. So there's that. <laughs> well, we spent um I mean, I asked you guys both how your Christmas was, but I spent my Christmas with you, Will. So Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys did like a family Christmas. Yeah. That's cute. We did. Yeah. We... I left for a little bit, came back, you know, had to go see the mom. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. Hung out at brother my brother's house. Always drank, have a good time. Drank last night. We don't get to see family enough, and when we do, no, we definitely we do it right. It was we fun. Show up and have a good time. It was time. cool. Yeah, we had a good time. Uh, but anyway, you guys want to drink a beer? Yeah, dude, let's do it. Always. All right, let's let me see. Let me open these up. Oh um, wait, wait, wait! I got one more thing for pleasantries. Go ahead. I got you a Christmas present. You can make a Christmas present. Yeah, dude. I would have got one for you, Will, except uh, I met you five minutes ago. So I don't really know your taste. (laughs) Let's see what this is. Uh, A Christmas present. Uh, Yeah, dude. I mean, because you work so hard on the podcast, not to be like super mushy, but like you work so hard on the podcast, I thought I'd get you a little something for Christmas. Construction screws. It's what I always wanted, dude. Yeah, dude. That way you can hang up sheetrock in your house, dog. (laughs) That is the gift that keeps on giving. Lifetime membership to the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Yeah, I know you're not like huge into like tactical shit or like morale patches or whatever, but I am. So I saw that one and thought specifically. So this is what? Oh, it's uh oh, it's Velcro. Yeah, yeah, it's a morale patch. So like you just hang it on whatever, put it on whatever. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a it's Walter Soapcheck, <laughs> and it says Donnie, you're out of your element. <laughs> Which is fantastic because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, and Anyone I know I know we yeah, both love it. And that's Thanks, what, man. when when I ordered mine is when I got yours. I don't that know if awesome. you saw mine. I never knew those just stuck on there with Velcro. Yeah. So this one's this one's mine where it's got <laughs> it's got Walter Market Zero holding this piece and it says market is zero. Yeah. Nobody give awesome. a shit about the rules. <laughs> I will put this somewhere. I don't know where I'll put it, but even if I don't stick it Velcro, um, yeah, we'll figure it out. I might put it somewhere in here. Yeah, that's great. It might even stick to one of your dampeners. Oh, I bet it would. <laughs> Probably stick it on one of the acoustic panels yeah. in the room. Thanks, man. That's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. All right, let's get drunk. Let's drink these beers. This is um, it's a festive box. This is a Highland Brewing Mandarina IPA, fresh zesty orange. Is it Mandarina never had or is it, man, is it Mandrina? Which I don't pretty, know. Mandrina. Mandrina to me. Mandarina. I don't know. All right. So here we got for taste notes says real oranges and citrusy hops blossom in this stunningly bright IPA. Good thing Steve's not here. He Wait, hold on. IPAs. Oh, we haven't even. <laughs> That's the beer review. Uh. Yeah, I know. Intro. I guess we usually do it when we open them, but also it's 5% alcohol. I guess now we'll open them. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's open these up. Let's see what we got. Cheers. 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 Feliz Navidad. I don't think that's that's not where that goes. This is an IPA. It's got body, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. It's got body. What you got, Josh? All right. Um, Strong flavor too, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely got that that citrusy aftertaste. Traditional traditional IPA in the front, citrusy aftertaste. Flavor is going to be an eight. Um, two, keeping it in the house. Drinkability is going to be like a five. Mm-hmm. Think think after a good couple, you might slow down, but it's it's pretty crisp and refreshing. Nice your first few, and then overall, we're going to hit it a seven out of ten. That's a good good rating. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's a solid beer. I'm impressed. All right, Will, how about you? You know how the beer ratings go? Yeah, uh, I feel that this one's pretty stout. That's so flavor. Flavor is is definitely an eight. An eight, right? Yeah. There you go. Wow. I don't think this is something I would keep in my house. No. It's would you drink it if it was free? If it was free and around, I've I would have it. There you go. It's good. So that's a one. That's a one, but. uh, what was the next one? Um, drinkability. 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 So drinkability would be like like a Miller Lite would be like a 10. Yeah, like our Budweiser. A Guinness would be like I'm a 1 or a 2. Probably a 5 on that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a 5. And overall, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's definitely got some character to it. I'd probably say about a 6, 6.5. Okay. Trying to be fair on that. That's good. Oh, six and a five. All right. Six and a half. I'm going to give, let me take one <laughs> more. Forgot second. about, like, we we did introduce, like, decimals in, like, six the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Flavor, I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give it an eight as well. Yeah. Um, two, I'm keeping it in my fridge. Drinkability, I give it, like, a seven. Yeah. 
for me. Yeah. It doesn't even, it's not even that hoppy for an IPA to me. Sure. And then uh, overall, I give it a, I give it also a seven. Dude, strong work. Highland Brewing out yeah. of Asheville, it's North a good Carolina. Beer. Yeah. Asheville. Impressed. Highland Mandarina IPA. The fresh zesty orange. Yeah. It's like our president. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a Trump beer. Zesty oh, yeah. orange. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Will, how do, uh, I mean, I know you guys are brothers-in-law, but yeah. how did you guys, like, meet? How was... Yeah, um, <clears throat> I met Allison. Uh, she was, you know, this was right after she graduated from Carolina. She was going to move back home. Yeah. And, Thanks a uh, lot, Will. Stayed, yeah. <laughs> I never see my sister Probably anymore. Probably a lot to do with that. I had just <laughs> moved to Columbia uh, with a really good friend that I moved in with. Her name was Mackenzie. She was, she was good friends... Uh, with with Allison, I was in the restaurant business at the time, so I was working all the time. And I, I lived in Sumter. I was commuting back and forth, and made my way to Columbia. And she was sitting at the bar one day, and I came out, and I, <laughs> I was in my kitchen gear. And she always found the the, the chef coats and the pants pretty attractive. Or whatever. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like. Hell covered yeah. in Look at covered in sauce. And yeah. yeah, special kind of sling and play. Sling is, yeah. <laughs> so. I um I walked down and I got a chance to meet her and I was, you know, not to sound cheesy and everything, but yeah, she, you know, I definitely took notice to her and she, you know, we kind of hit it off and uh we we started, you know, she she helped us move into the apartment and we were riding together and we were flirting and we we just really hit it off. And we, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it really was a great story for us. We just met and we were really inseparable from, from day one. So we, we've kind of, you know, built a life together there in in Columbia, but we, we do have a lot of strong bonds here in in Charleston, all of her family's from Charleston. We try to make it down as often as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. There's definitely some characters in this family and I feel like (laughs) a definite part of the family. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. So Dude, I was, Will and I also like we go do stuff and hang out all the time when, yeah. when they're here. Like we'll go to the gun range or whatever. So yeah, we have a blast. Yeah, that's a, dude. That's so funny. That's how. That's semi kind of how I met my wife was through. I was living with a girl named Tasha, and Laura, my wife, was friends with Tasha, and she came over for like a wine party or whatever. And then after I met her, that was I've talked to her every day since then, and so yeah. we're married now. Yeah. We have not been apart for very long, other than work, work functions. We've been together, and it just gets better. <laughs> My parents are here. <laughs> are they? Your yeah. parents are at the house. <laughs> They're walking in the door. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought I was going to be the only special guest here today. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. I didn't mean to interrupt that. I just like I heard. No, nah, you good? No, yeah, that's and fine. my phone, my ring doorbell thing. Yeah, that's going to be like, weird that you're not going to welcome your parents into your house well, we're in the middle of recording i know that's what i'm saying i'm saying like too bad yeah. for them because you're not gonna leave here Mom. <laughs> too bad yeah. God, I don't even you're think ruining they... you're interrupting me during my show i don't even think they knew we had a... they didn't even know i had a podcast <laughs> so uh um i guess it's time to do the news huh oh yeah all right the news <laughs> We well, laugh every time I do it. Because it's my favorite part. All right. Lay so it on us. this first story uh, is by Madeline Holcomb for CNN. 
Uh, this the title of this is bank robbery suspect threw stolen money and wished everyone a Merry Christmas. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> so I hope he stays a suspect because that's that's a some some heroes don't wear capes. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess he 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 robbed a bank, uh, threatened with a weapon. I don't know if he actually had a weapon, but he came out and then he just threw the money everywhere. <laughs> And yelled Merry Christmas. Dude, how like old school crime syndicate shit is that? Like back in the day when they would like rob the bank just to rob the bank and then go out in the intersection in their old timey streetcars and just throw it out and yeah. be like, Modern it was the Robin Johnson Hood. boys, you see? Spread the word. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I, I, uh, I'm actually in the middle of listening to a podcast about a bank robber, like the most notorious bank robber in history. And I can't remember the damn name of it. Um, I think I can find John it Wayne quick, Gacy. It, it's a really, it's a, it's a good podcast. It's called the score. And, uh, I've been listening to it. It's really good. But, uh, I do feel like we don't have enough benevolent bank robbers anymore. Yeah. I feel like I, I was talking about this the other day at work. Like, They're also I'm, selfish. Well, I'm not like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not like pro crime or pro murder. I mean, I do wish there was more le- or there was less people on the planet, but, um, <laughs> I just like I wish uh, we could kill everyone. I, I feel like like I would cash in like a couple school shootings for just like a good old school serial killer. Yeah. Like someone where we can like Zodiac where people are like calling in like, I think I can solve the puzzle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like someone who's like really like a menace to society. Like I miss those old kind of crimes or like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like an old bank robber just fucking throwing well, money out in the streets. I think technology ruins it. I mean, like, that's true. It's so hard for somebody to get away with something like that now. Yeah. Even like a murder. Like, I, if how I they did, get away with it? Like, there's cameras everywhere. I don't know, dude. Sometimes I wish I didn't live such a straight life because I think I could do it. <laughs> just be a murderer? Yeah, I think I could. I think I could serial kill. Shit just got That real. doesn't surprise me considering some of the past episodes we've had and the discussions we've had. <laughs> You're definitely right on the verge. Yeah, I would definitely like regularly bleach my skin and file down my fingerprints and shave just consistently. That would be like my daily ritual is to not leave any DNA right. evidence behind ever. And, you know, you would blend right into a crowd anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, dude. No one would even know that, that sweatshirt. A six foot two Asian man. <laughs> Albino, completely shaved. Some motherfucker got alopecia. Like, look at this guy. Not a hair on his body. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but yeah, he comes in and he just throws money everywhere and yells Merry Christmas. I don't even know if he... Uh, I guess it's a really short um, article, so I don't even know if he took any money with him. Yeah. He might have just walked out with the money they gave him and just threw it everywhere. But I wow. thought that was a funny story. Um, also, like in, in speaking about how many cameras there are out there and shit like that, what do you mean, like, suspect? How do you not have that motherfucker red handed? Like, yeah. hey, uh, we have video evidence of you robbing the bank and then throwing money everywhere. Right. right. It was definitely you. That's not me. <laughs> It was the one-armed man. <laughs> uh, this next article is uh, Carolyn Delbert. Caroline Delbert. Delbert? Um, Delbert. She has an article that says, head transplants could definitely maybe happen next decade. Meaning I feel like that by 2030, they might be able to actually transplant an entire head. So thought- we're talking about taking one head 
yeah. from one body and Forget putting it face on off. another body. We're doing the whole so head. Skip face off. Whole yeah. head. Whole Great head. movie, by the way. Just cut Great, your head off. Terrible Great movie. movie. Great, terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> one of the best, like I was I though, like I the whole premise off. was pretty lame, but uh, Nick Cage did a good job pretending to be John Travolta and John Travolta did a good job pretending to be Nick Cage. Yes. Like as they are their actors and the way those actors portray characters. I think they did really good for that. If Especially I were like to let you movie. suck my tongue, <laughs> would you be grateful? <laughs> or when he's in when he's in the daughter's the daughter's room and he's like he asks for cigarettes. Yeah. He's like, Papa's got a brand new bag. And oh you're yeah. like, oh dude, he's gonna fuck his and daughter. He- <laughs> And then he this teaches her how okay. to like stab a dude in the leg. <laughs> right. He's like, he gives her the knife and he's like, just, it's like this curved, weird blade. <gasps> twist. Stick it in a twist. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. But I guess they can, uh, by 2030, they think they'll be able to just move ahead from one body to another. So if you're like a quadriplegic, times they, they are think they'll changing. be able to give you a new body. Like, why do I feel like we've already been, like, trying to do this regularly already? Like, I definitely know where they've... They've done it to monkeys. Well, I, I know but I don't think they lived long afterwards. I know they've done it with, like, uh, extremity, like, amputation. Like, really? I know people have, like, lost their forearms, and then they've gotten, like, cadaver forearms, and then surgically attached them. And, and they can reanimate so, that? Yeah, sometimes they're rejected. More times than not, they're rejected, and the body refuses the transplant. So. But, you know, every, you know, statistic, there's there's 1% that has accepted it, and he or she <clears throat> regains use. Not much feeling, and it takes, like, a super long time for, like, all of that to redevelop. But that they, seems weird, they have man. worked, yeah. I have a client that sells synthetic skin. What? Synthetic skin. It's produced for like human okay. beings. For graph. Is it like yeah. farmed? Yeah. Or is it like grown it's, off it's, of? It's a little bit of both from yeah. what I understand. I'm like, you know. He's a skin dealer. How much is a yard of ass? <laughs> you know? A yard of ass. How much is a yard of ass? <laughs> yeah, I mean like uh, 50 bucks an hour, right? Depending on Dude. what's going on the streets. Let me get some of that dick skin. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, my dad just peeked in. Um, So, yeah, they can... Uh... Dude, your dad looks like Popcorn Sutton. <laughs> <laughs> the Moonshiner? Yeah. <laughs> uh, popcorn Sutton. Yeah, I guess we are going to get drunk tonight, huh? Fuck, yeah. I wasn't ready for this. He brought some shine. I actually got a bottle of shine for... Um, all right, I got a jar of Moonshine. From a girl that I work with for Christmas. Yeah, I uh, once we get our house, um, I got to build my fence, I got to build my dog house, and then I got to build my studio. And then once I get my studio up, I think I'm going to put up another shine still and distill some liquor. There you go. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I've I've been talking about it recently, and um, you know, I've mentioned to like a couple of our friends that I want to start doing that again, and they're like, "Oh, how did you get that?" and out of context, it's fucking hilarious that I get to tell people, uh, no, yeah, I started distilling moonshine with this meth head I used to know, uh, just out in his driveway, man, just in the middle of the city. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. Yeah, he's in jail now, definitely. So I don't he's see unavailable. him much. Yeah, <laughs> but back in the day, I used to I used to work on a tow truck. I worked with this guy, and he was. 
I mean, he was a meth head, obviously. He knew his shit. Because I said that. But um, yeah, yeah, he he like he wasn't like a trashy meth head. He was like one of those <laughs> like like how I talked about in another episode. Like it doesn't. He's an upstanding member of the community. <laughs> yeah. Well, like it doesn't affect me if you're not hurting anybody else. So like he right. collected. He made his own meth. He right. made his own liquor and worked on a tow truck and like didn't. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah. 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 Just like of illegal shit. And he didn't, he wasn't like a terrible guy. He just (laughs) liked to get high as fuck. So, (laughs) um, yeah. So, wow. I get it. I've got one more, uh, little article. And this is, um, this is, uh, in the vein of Christmas because, uh, Christmas was yesterday. So, um, this is from Radio Times. This is, uh, Home Alone Facts. 30 things you may not know about the Christmas classic. I'm not going to go through all 30, but there's a couple of interesting ones. Like the the picture of Buzz's girlfriend was a boy. Did you know that? He's like, no. Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. That was a guy. Oh. They dressed him up as a girl because uh, Chris Columbus thought it would be cruel to actually have a picture of a girl and talk about how ugly she was. No. Yeah. So that's, that's us being PC back in the early 90s. Yeah. 80s. Uh, also, the tarantula was real. Yeah. Um, really? That was before they had like good CGI. But Daniel Stern agreed to let him put it on his face as long as it could be done in just one take. Yeah. <laughs> Which they did. That's a strong stipulation, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, Joe Pesci <laughs> apparently just like walked around cussing all over the set. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they kept having to like. They they kept telling him to use the word fridge instead of fuck <laughs> because there were so many kids around in this movie when they're right. filming. Yeah, um, the McAllister's house sold for one point five million. Which before every time or after I, the movie? Um, after the movie, I think. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Talk so, about bringing up your value, just like rent your house. Because I know instant here, equity. here in Charleston, right? Like we uh, we do that shit all the time. I remember when I was living in Mount Pleasant, um, Sinister, the Netflix series that came out with Jessica Biel. They were filming that like right down the street from my house, and yeah, they just rented this person's home for like a month. So like, God, dude, talk about the equity that you're turning back into your house to just let someone borrow your house. That's yeah. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, and also, every time I've watched that movie, you look at that house and you go, what the hell did Kevin's dad do? Yeah, it's beautiful, (laughs) The house is amazing. The house and all those kids. Yeah. And to afford to fly everybody. Fucking A, dude, if that's not expensive as shit. Apparently, Joe Pesci really bit Macaulay Culkin. So I guess, I think when they hang him on the door. Yeah. And then and he, he goes bites bite him. Apparently, like Macaulay Culkin still has a scar from where he bit him. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. Like, Jesus, that must be a bad bite. Speaking of meth heads, though, Macaulay Culkin um, had a bad stretch. The flooded basement was actually a swimming pool. Really? Um, yeah, they filmed it at a school. Apparently, <laughs> uh, a doctor confirmed that the burglars definitely, definitely would have died in real life. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Which, I don't yeah, think I he mean, needed a medical professional. When, when he took a, a bowling ball, burner to the scalp? Yeah, an iron to for, the face. He dropped a bowling ball on him. Buckets yeah. of paint. A gallon of, a, a gallon of water weighs eight pounds. Right. Not to mention all the solvents and like materials inside the paint bucket. That's right. probably 10 pounds right. right to the dome. 
concussion at least. Yeah. Um, John Candy filmed his part in one day. Didn't he get paid an insane amount of money just to do that? Uh, part? I don't know what he got paid, but I'm sure he probably got paid really well. I'm sure. Um, Macaulay Culkin's stunt double was a very short 30-year-old man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe that. <laughs> They're not going to let some kid perform all those antics. Yeah, so <laughs> you just get this 30-year-old man to be a stunt double for a 10-year-old. Um, Bring in the best. Uh, Daniel Stern really stepped on the ornaments. They were made out of candy glass, though. Yeah, sugar. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, it's being rebooted on Disney+. Plus. That's the last fun fact about really? Home Alone. Yeah. Like, I, did not, I didn't know that. Rebooted? like It won't have Kevin McAllister. Oh, sure. I'm going to oh, guess so like it'll a, probably like a, have like a black kid. Like a TV series? <laughs> That's just, I mean, let's be honest. It'll be like, it'll be something. It'll be like this diverse cast because that's what Disney does with everything. Yeah. Um, so they have to like redo everything and be woke. You know what I mean? I like to use right. that word because you hate that word. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, I'm sure that's how we'll do it True now. Disney fashion. Yeah, so it's which gonna is be fine. Like, like if you want to make yeah. a movie like that, but it's like when you intentionally reboot something and then cast it differently with yeah. different ethnicities of characters and everything. To me, it's just like, come on, like, or why do we keep doing this? Or just start a new movie, do a new movie. Like the other part that's the problem is why do you do it for shit like that and then don't do it for other shit that matters? Right? Why is Tom Cruise the last samurai? Yeah, well, it's true. Why is Scarlett Johansson the ghost in a shell? There's literally an anime series from Japan. Why right. did you cast a white woman? You know I what don't I mean? Know. But but yeah, turn around and you're gonna do all this shit where yeah. it's like Or yeah. make James Bond a woman or whatever. Right. And like, <laughs> just why come on? Just, why pick and choose when you get to do that? That's not fair. Yeah, it's so stupid. But I would like to, I think this is a smooth transition into um, do you think that Home Alone is a Christmas movie? I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I Why think, would it not be a Christmas movie? Well, I think movie? most people would say Home Alone is a Christmas movie, right? You think that's the end of the news? Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> if if you can get most people to agree with the fact that Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Right? Everyone's going to say, yeah, dude, classic Christmas movie, whatever. I don't understand how there are people who exist that argue that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie because it's the same exact fucking movie just with adults. True. <laughs> you know what's funny is my brother actually mentioned this last night. We were talking about the podcast. Yeah. And he said, like, have y'all talked about Die Hard, whether Die Hard's a Christmas Dude, movie it's or it's absolutely not. a Christmas movie. Yeah. Happens at a Christmas party. Christmas yes. time. Uh, who was, uh, what was the cop's name? Uh, Carl Winslow. Yeah, Carl Winslow. <laughs> he he's consistent. Yep, that was his name. He's, yeah, well, we'll it's take weird. That. He played the same character yeah. in two different things. We'll, we'll take that. Though. He was same a cop guy. and everything. Same guy. Yeah. Um, he he consistently whistles Christmas songs throughout the movie. Right. They wish each, they wish each other like Christmas tidings. Like yeah. And uh, in comparison to Home Alone, it's all about motherfucker coming into Nagasaki Towers and trying to take over and one guy standing alone tries to prevent it from happening. Yeah. It's the same movie. So you can't tell me Home Alone is a Christmas movie and Die Hard is not one. I agree with you it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, 
back to the Carl Winslow thing. <laughs> I, I don't understand why he keeps get he kept getting cast as a cop when he had like the worst physique for a cop ever. <laughs> oh, like, that's classic cop, dude. I guess so. That's classic cop. Dude, I got I mean, a brother that's a cop. What all was he in? <laughs> I got plenty what of all cop was he friends. in? He was a yeah. cop. What's that? Die Hard, he was a cop. Yeah. Ghostbusters, he was a cop. What are the other movies he was a cop? He Well, obviously, the Family Matters yeah, series. Yeah, well, he's matters. a cop in that, yeah. So. Wasn't there one other show or movie? Um, I don't know. Was, was he in I can't Blue think Street? of anything else he was in. He might have been a cop in Blue Streak, too. Blue Streak? Yeah, you remember that? I don't think I saw Blue Streak. I remember where he's like a, a diamond thief and he leaves the diamond <laughs> inside the construction vent and it ends up being a police station. Yeah. And so he goes and like becomes an undercover detective undercover yeah. <laughs> to like get his diamond <laughs> back. Just the I do remember that. Ever. I do remember that. Yeah. Who was the main character? Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Yes, I do remember that. And I, yeah, I think you're right. He was in that and he was a cop. I think so, yeah. He's always a cop. Oh, damn. You know who else is always a cop is the um the uh the brother-in-law in Breaking Bad. Oh, Hank. Oh yeah, Hank. 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 He plays a cop. I think he's played a cop in he was like in the shield. 10 different shield. things. Yeah, he was a cop in the yeah. shield too. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I don't know why he did some, I guess some people just get typecast into Yeah. Well, and and that is that is what happens which is I guess good and bad in Hollywood. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I wish I knew. It'd be neat to be an actor, but yeah. I feel like yeah, that that is the thing is like talking about stereotyping or like you know not being PC or whatever the case may be is like you're literally like picking and choosing people for specific roles always. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you call up, hey, uh, the character in this movie is a black gangster. All right, well, it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> It's going to be Denzel Washington or Samuel Jackson. I don't. Yeah. We're going to get one of those two guys. Yeah. That's it. No one else. No one else can do it. We'll pick that. And then uh, <laughs> you've got the uh, Hispanic uh, gang member is going to be that guy that's not Hispanic. He's from New Zealand. The guy in Training Day. Uh, Cliff Curtis. Is that his name? It's, uh, I don't it's know. Something that's like that. That's what I'm trying to think. I don't remember his name. Or it's Danny the one Trejo. whose uh, little cousin they saved. Yeah. He saved earlier in the alley that day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know his name. Yeah, that guy is actually not Hispanic yeah. at all. But He's from e New Zealand. It's either him or Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Danny Trejo. <laughs> Danny Trejo is awesome, though. Yeah, he's a shit. He is. He's he actually badass. seems like a guy that's like, he could be really scary. Like, if you hung out with him and he was pissed at you. I would truly believe that, like, he went through the shit. Didn't he go to he prison? I think he did. Yeah. I think he's got yeah. background. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's all the most that's for like makes his acting so much shit. better though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's funny. Absolutely, it sells it, dude. So uh, also, I wanted to talk about um, how is your fantasy football team since uh, dude, I our season's up, over? I don't know. I ended up in the garbage, like yeah. uh, just the middle of the pack. I wasn't even the worst. I was the same way. I was nowhere close to the worst of the best. We have twelve, I was and just I was seventh. Average, I think. Um, my final record was just eight and eight. Really? Overall. Uh, yeah. Mine was um, not that. Mine was like six and seven or something, but. And ours is, uh, it's over, but it's not over. Cause I mean, like I've said before, it's kind of a, a bigger money league. 
um, to where like the guys are even paying to continue into the playoffs. So like you keep mm-hmm. your roster and your listings and then everything that just plays out right throughout the playoffs, you know, you're paying 20 and 50 bucks right. to like keep playing against like head to head essentially. So yeah. you're just, you're just playing cash on hand for the rest of it, which is gets intense. Adam won ours, but, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Good for him. And the Iron right. Jew, dude. <laughs> no, other Adam. Again? Oh my god, dude. That's like three years in a row? Two years in a row? No, he's been to the championship like three times, and I don't think he's ever actually won it. I thought he won both of them last year because no. he's in my league too. Oh, he won our league yeah. last year. And maybe in your league. Yeah. Not in ours. Okay. I, he's this is his first one in ours. Nice. So um good for him. Will have you ever played fantasy football? No. <laughs> no, never even tried it. I yeah, I've been invited before, but I've run short of time. A lot of time, my, my wife actually has played it. Before. Yeah, I She's remember we've had discussions about fantasy football. <laughs> She's actually and, pretty damn good at it. Too. Yeah, yeah. So she'll have these discussions with me. I, she hasn't played in a couple of years though, right? No. Yeah, Mm-mm. it's fun. It's it's like the one thing that keeps me watching NFL. And yeah, I, mean, I still don't watch it. It's not that I don't like the NFL. It's just it, it's gotten to a point where it's just like I'm just tired of it, I guess. Dude, and and for, college is just better. Well, it's, it's just like more fun to watch to me. Even for me being like a nerdier guy, um I still don't watch football. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> I'm in fantasy league. football. I'm in fantasy football, yeah. but like everything I do is based on stats and numbers. Right. So like I don't right. I don't have to watch. I just pull up all of that shit and I'm like, yeah, this guy's going to do and I I broke even, you know what I mean? Yeah. 8 and 8. So um I'm definitely not the best. I'm definitely not the worst, but um this is my first year ever doing it. So I think right. um, I'm going to collect all the information from this year and I'm going to continue to process the analytics and I think I'll be able to pull like additional numbers in the next couple years. And I think I'm going to win statistically. Yeah. More so than I am watching the game because i really don't care to watch it yeah i don't i mean i played football for all those years and it's just it's not something i want to watch i mean yeah i get a little tired of it i mean like i said i like college i watch college College is fun i don't follow pro um i don't even like i'm I'm like a ut fan because like that's where i'm from that's my home base or whatever but I don't even watch like UT football. Really? I watch like basketball. I watch softball. I watch volleyball. Like I keep up with all of those, but like I just don't. You don't watch know, volleyball, but you don't watch football. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell, dude? I don't know, dude. I just, <laughs> my life was just like, like I said, it was just so nerd. In, it was so inundated <laughs> into my life for so long. And then it was just like taken away to where it's like, it's just, it's sour. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's cool. Well, I think it's time for a, uh, Another segment of the Nerd Corner. Nerd! What a fucking nerd. <laughs> All right, so today awesome. <laughs> today in the Nerd Corner, I wanted to drop a mention uh, about a book that I'm reading right now. Yeah. So it's Unix and Linux System Administration Handbook, and it's the fifth edition. It's been written by several people um, because over the time with the – or over time, what they've had to do is integrate uh, different computer verbiage. So uh, one thing that's like fascinating and interesting, because I can remember this time when I was younger, um, when you physically speak about a server, like a local server, it's an actual local server. Like there was, it was a drive that was essentially, you know, 
five by nine right. that was placed locally within your office or, or, or computer network or whatever. Mm, and yeah. you use that to communicate with a system network. So because we don't have that anymore, because technology is, is so much uh, more lean, it's built into your motherboard and other parts of communication that then go through your modem, whatever, yada, yada. And then we have things like the cloud. <clears throat> right where they use the term like so when you're talking about coding and computer computer administration you use the term server but yeah. it's not a physical server so that's the only reason this book has been rewritten quote unquote five different times oh really is because it's the hmm. same information but it's having to be like redoctored to right. talk about technology as it grows right um and the reason this book i think is so amazing is if you ever take your your video or not video gaming, but like your, your computer coding ho hobby to the right. next level. Um, this book is a great place to start with the, the fact that it talks about administration. It's not just on a local level, but like it's on a grand scheme. And if you can, if you can understand it because they do a really good job of explaining it, mm -hmm. uh, if you can understand it on the grand scheme, it's easier to do it like within a local network, which is kind of something that I'm looking at. So, um, in talking about building my computer, part right. part of what I'm going to do is once we get this online, which is something that's taking longer than I expected, is when I launch my computer, we're going to keep my IP address hidden from regular networking. So that's why I'm learning about networking. So I can take my computer, will operate through my own private server, and then it'll cast dummy ip addresses to fish my inner my information off of the internet and or whatever game system or server that i'm using dark web um <laughs> yeah more or less um, <laughs> and, silk and, road or whatever they yeah, call yeah, it. yeah right um and and the reason that i'm doing that which is is so fascinating is because uh, you want to buy drugs well, yeah, yeah, that uh, and guns <laughs> and, and women and children. Human uh, trafficking. Yeah, I want to. I want to start trafficking. That I feel sounds like, amazing. Yeah, I feel like that's a good money pot. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and, but the biggest part is like I, I want to protect my computer from certain things. Is we talk about like how annoying that Facebook listens to us and like targets ads towards us and right. or whatever the case may be. So I want to build like a separate network so I can stay one away from that, not only to protect myself, but mostly to protect my computer because what I want, what I expect out of this computer is a lot of processing power. So I can't be weighed down by garbage that just communicates back and forth between the internet. Um, right. A lot of people who know something but don't know enough about how computers work. That'd be me. Would like to they well they'd like Same. to tell you to get like a VPN right right so like a VPN being a protected network and and it's something you can subscribe to and and collect regularly and they do work right um but they don't work as well as you would like to think them or think they do uh I was talking to somebody and essentially the best way to explain how a VPN works is it's kind of hard to do this without visual re representations. Cause I'm such like a handsy and like yeah. dry person. Um, but like essentially if you have your computer and then the internet right. is just a basic way to, to describe it, you're sending information back and forth, right? So it's traveling linearly left right. and right. So your computer communicates to the internet that you want to see monster trucks, 
right? Yeah. So the internet processes this processes this Unless information. Let's search history. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> monster trucks. I'm looking at monster trucks. <laughs> and, um, it it sends that information back, right? So when it's doing this communication at any time, say you're a hacker or whatever you want to call yourself and right. you're pooling this information from like a local network. Right. So, yeah. so you're at Starbucks, you're at a coffee shop or whatever you're casting this information back and forth. And anyone can pull that information because you're retrieving it from this particular um, network. What a VPN does is it protects that back and forth, that linear information, that left and right information, essentially right. with like a sleeve, like a tube is the best way to describe it. So when it sends the information back and forth, there's nothing that interferes with it, but also no one from the outside can see what you're looking at, right? Yeah. So it would protect you from like a local network, which is good, and that's what you want. Right. However, if you wanted to protect yourself, ultimately, the problem is when it gets to the internet- Uh-huh. The internet is still open. So if someone knew what they wanted to find, if they wanted your specific IP address, if they picked up your credit card off the street, they could search that information through the internet, right. find your IP address, and whether or whether or not you had a VPN, that tube is still open. So that direct communication back to your computer is still available. So a VPN works and right. protects you from the outside, but at the same time, it doesn't completely protect you. So if you can build into computer networking and administration with your own server, you would be casting this information through different IP addresses. Your computer would essentially create dummy computers when it fetched this information that even if it went to the Internet, right. they could never find out who specifically searched monster trucks because it would never be cast directly to my computer. So damn decoys. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So that's that's the 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 hard and fast at why I would recommend picking up the Unix and Linux administration right. handbook. I have um, a feeling you're not going to be searching monster trucks with that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but it's, it's going to be good darker. One. Yeah. Um, and then also, I I did want to talk about to um, hold less. on. By the way, the whole Unix and what is it? Linux. Yeah. Unix and Linux. <laughs> Honestly, when I heard Unix, I thought it was something different. I thought it was a man without a PP. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> UNICS. I was like, interesting. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Unix today. <laughs> Varus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones. We're just gonna get way into like dickless people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's not what happened. Um but also I think I think something that people would appreciate not just in the nerdy community it 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 does help especially when you have like so much going off on to like write down your thoughts and put them on paper and have hard copy um especially with all this discussion of vpn and people stealing your information no one has access to a hard copy right so right um one of the most personal things that i carry with me is my notebook and i, I keep tons of thoughts organizations file ideas everything on this um, and I run through a system that's called bullet journaling and bullet journaling in, in its essence was created by this guy who has ADHD. Huge nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, <laughs> it's this system where the, the problem with like daily planners or like daily journals is you don't keep up with them right. like right. you think you will. Right. So it's the beginning of the year. 
New Year's resolution. You're like, I'm going to fucking be organized as shit this year. So you go out and you buy a planner and it's got your basic calendar and then like your weekly and, and you're like, all right, this is, this layout is what I want to use. I've got it. I'm going to plan everything out. And then come April, the notes section is blank. You stop using the calendar section. You're just doing the to-do list and you're like, I'm not fucking using this. So you go to sticky notes and then, uh, June, July comes around and you're like, man, I'm halfway through the year. I did so good with planning. I'm going to go do it again. So you go out and buy a new planner, you look for a different layout and, and it just, it never works out because you're, you're stuck to a system. Right. Right. So this guy having ADHD is he, he didn't want something where it was a particular system. He just wanted to be able to build a system based on how he felt that month that week that day whenever he was writing these things down um the and and it's called bullet journaling and in in order to get started there's there's a book and there's a journal that you can pick up um but i would just search it on youtube there's people who explain it in like five to ten minutes watch like two or three of those videos get started keep a journal do that for like four or five months then purchase a book. Um, I can't remember what the author's name is, but this book specifically is called the bullet journaling method. And it explains the process of like how he came up with this, how long it took him to to develop. It's got other people's stories and contestants that like how it's worked and how it's changed their life. And based on that, you can then decipher and create your own style of bullet journaling. And then from there I would purchase just a regular fucking notebook and just keep up with your life. And it's, it's changed mine for the better. I've, I've become way more organized. I've been able to keep my thoughts together. Anytime it comes to things with like notes, I don't have to go back. You know what I mean? I don't have to like, Oh, I, I got to get my notebook for this specific class or whatever. You just keep up with it in your bullet journal. You go to your index and you're like, Oh yeah, shit, dude, we talked about this on this date. It's on this page. And you go to that and you just refer right to it. And then you, you're also logging all of your dates, your calendars, any, cool. any pertinent information, lists, whatever. It's just all in the same place. And it's great. Dear diary. Dear yeah. diary. Today exactly. I listened to Breathe and I cried. <laughs> dude, that's me. And now, dude. Just change your life. This is the third time we've mentioned it on the podcast. It's a I good song. Bring, yeah. I had to bring it up again. Definitely have to watch it, though. Or listen to it. That's that's one of my favorite confessions of yours <laughs> that you cried it and Alex breathe. Did you listen to it? Did you listen to the song since then? Which song is that? It's, it's no. breathe. The, Two a.m. by Anna and Alex. Breathe. Yeah. 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 I think I know the song you're talking about. Yeah, listen to it. You'll okay. Cry. I'll cry. Yeah. Hell yeah. Got to get into it though. What about the Christmas shoes? <laughs> what Christmas shoes? Tell That'll make you cry. Who's Christmas shoes? That was the one that Steve mentioned about the oh, um, about his yeah. dying mom, and he bought her like a last pair yeah. of shoes. It's like the the God. saddest. It's the saddest song ever. Yeah, I've never heard that. Though. I don't know why. And my grandfather used to sing a song. Um, it was called "Old Shep," <laughs> and it was about a boy that had to put his dog down. It was awful. That does sound terrible. And he would sing it, and I I don't know why. Like as a kid, I would ask him sometimes to sing it. And then I would like by the end of the song, I'd be like, song about the dog. I want yeah. to hear this depressing shit. And then by the end, I'd be crying. But yeah, it was called Thanks, Old Grandpa. Shep. It was awful. So I guess that's the end of Nerd Corner, huh? Yeah, we still don't have an outro, do we? No, we don't have an outro yeah, for so it. So that's just but the end. I think it is time for a top five. Absolutely. 
Top five stand-up comedians of all time. Curious what you guys think. It's loaded. Yeah, this was a... It's loaded. It's loaded. Was, I, That's I, a loaded I, question, huh? Well, I mentioned this was, this was particularly <laughs> hard for me because um, I was younger. When I was younger, I remember staying up late on the weekends watching Comedy Central and watching Friday Night Stand-Up. And you would just see like different plugs of like different people's acts and like new up and comings or like yeah. old, you know, classic comedians and things like that. So I had like when we decided to pick this, I had such a broad base to pick from yeah. that I thought I was like, dude, do I pick contemporary comedians? Do I pick comedians that make me laugh the most? Is there there's a different category between male comics and female comics? Yeah. You know, do do I like this style? Do do I like the jokes specifically? Do I pick people because of their classic accolades? Do I pick people because of what they've done for the industry? So this one, this one like took I me said, a little longer loaded. than I thought. And I almost said top five comedians, but then that leave it, that would leave it even more open ended. Oh yeah. So I was like, all right, stand up comedians cuz there's people I think they're like really really funny but they're not really stand up and they might have done stand up but they're not known to be a stand up comedian like Will Ferrell or Joe Rogan. Yeah, oh, well Joe Rogan does do stand up. I saw Joe Rogan in Atlanta. Right, but like I, I, I would I would venture to say that like unless you're a Joe Rogan fan you don't know you that really he does stand-up. Yeah. You know Probably I mean? not. You just know he's the Fear Factor guy. He's got a podcast, and then he also does UFC. He's like a modern-day renaissance man. No, dude. He's <laughs> the white man's Oprah. And that, too. That's that. Joe Rogan is the white man's Oprah, for sure. But I think that uh, he, I think he appeals to everybody, like men in general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like... like Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Specifically not white males, but Yeah, I mean anybody. Yeah. Any man, I think he appeals to them because he's so uh diverse in his interests. Yeah. That like every guys from every walk of life can him. identify with him in some capacity. Yeah. I think he's awesome. I yeah, know. I think he's awesome too. Do like you watch his uh jujitsu, his black belt jujitsu speech? Um yeah. I saw when he got his black belt when um What's his name? Gave him the black belt. Uh, Eddie Bravo. Yeah, he no. He gave I saw this, the video of that, but I didn't see his speech. He gave this speech, and it was <clears throat> it was super cool. You should definitely watch it. He was talking about how, like, uh, you know, once upon a time ago when he was a kid, um, and he was doing like martial arts as like a younger person, and he will never forget the the person that was training him at the time spoke about how martial arts is it's not just like a discipline. It's not like a physical practice, but it'll help shape who you are as a human being because it teaches you these other types of discipline right and then he talks about how jujitsu has changed his life and everyone he talks to about life who practices jujitsu just has like a different ebb and flow of like how they talk and converse because it's it's much like the practice right it's, yeah you know we've talked about it before how fluid you literally have to be when you're trying to manipulate another yeah. human being. So Oh, I um, love doing jujitsu. Yeah, it's like it's, one of the my favorite things I've done in a long time. Yeah. It's a it's a really cool that. speech. It's tough. I got I'll be back in uh February. Okay. You yeah, a lot going on, I know. Yeah. So no, yeah, I, I haven't been in a week uh I haven't been since week before last. And I wanna go, but the, with this being like the week of Christmas, I was like, I'm right. not even trying to figure out their schedule. It's crazy. Right. I saw it. They sent a thing about their schedule this week, and I'm like, I don't even know. Right. But 
Yeah. I anyway. Got, and then I've I've got surgery, so I'll be back after that. Is that on your turban nips? Yeah. <laughs> my Herbs. my septum and my turbinates. Your it's called a septum. septoplasty. Whoa. Yeah. You're getting a nose job. Oh, yeah. I'm going to look like Brad Pitt and Jackie <laughs> Chan had a love child. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to look like Jennifer Grey before the nose job. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody puts Josh in a corner. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the stand-up comedians. Right, what do you guys yeah, yeah, got? Let's do this. What do you got, Josh? I've I, got, actually start with Will. Yeah, I, yeah. What do yeah, you think? Will? I, guess like, first. I agree with Josh 100. percent You know, there's so much criteria that you have to consider. I guess you know there there's some nostalgic, you know, that I have for for some comedians like Rodney Dangerfield. Right, right. I appreciate the simplicity of his humor. I mean, yeah. his one-liners are are, are priceless. Yeah. And like helped create the yeah. stand-up game. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So th- there's folks like that that made my top five. I mean, there's definitely honorable mentions. Well, he's also but... great for his um, self-deprecating humor, <laughs> oh, which absolutely. I've always found funny. Like just any kind of self-deprecating humor is funny yeah. to me. Yeah. And he was great at that. That was like. He was probably the king of that. Or even, like, uh, I did really, not just the king, but, like, one of the first people that always made it fun to and appreciate was, like, the fourth wall break. Whereas, like, if he told a shitty joke and, like, people didn't laugh, he'd be like, oh, I guess that's a, I guess that's a bad one. I'll take that <laughs> yeah, out of my set. Talking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just yeah. separate himself from the comedy go to go, yeah, no that respect. was shitty. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> yeah. So um, you got him? I got him on there. Chris Rock, man. Chris, Chris Rock's, Rock's good. good. Chris Rock brings a lot to the stage. I feel he yeah. he's humorous, but he backs it up with logic. Yeah, right. I, I, I I like that about him. So and he attacks everybody. And it's it's hard to make me laugh. I really I do feel like I'm a I'm a I'm a person that's hard to please from a from a humorous standpoint. I, it takes a lot for me to laugh out loud at something. Mm-hmm. And he's somebody that I can watch his stand up and I'm gonna laugh out loud at something he says. I mean, I, I quote some, out. Yeah. Quote Allison all the time. I mean, some of this, it's 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 very memorable for me. I know something some you do laugh at with. is what? uh what are those YouTube videos that you showed me? <laughs> the um what with the 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 lady with the big ass dump cake <laughs> and all what was that? Djibouti dubs. <laughs> Djibouti dubs. Djibouti, have you ever seen Djibouti dubs? Across, oh my god, it it's funny, dude. It's, it's voiceover is <laughs> these infomercials. One of them was the lady with the copper pants. Yeah, they overdub it. <laughs> this one was called Dump Cakes. <laughs> I'm gonna take a big ass dump. Big, big ass dump. <laughs> Man, that's yeah, awesome. Just gotta watch it. Got my so. big ass cop pain. <laughs> it's really funny. That's and they got the great. My Pillow guy, and he's talking all this shit. It's funny. But yeah, who else you got? So, <clears throat> Cat Williams. Dude, he's Cat great. Williams. Cat Williams to me is funny as shit. Dude, I Cat- think he is too. He didn't hit my list, but Cat Williams is definitely like per like sales capita notoriety, like fucking top ten. I also think like the funniest joke he ever told was about the guy with no legs. (laughs) And he says the last place you want to be in a motherfucking foot race (laughs) is behind a motherfucker (laughs) with no goddamn (laughs) foot. Every time I hear that it makes me I just start dying laughing. <laughs> so I'm like, bent back paper clips, sparks is flying and shit. <laughs> there, uh, he actually, um, he was. I grew up in Sumter, and he he actually got arrested in Sumter. 
Oh, really? Cat really? Williams did. I, it was a, it was about two blocks away from the house I lived at. Really? And yeah, it was a Ramada Inn hotel. No oh, shit. And he was drunk or intoxicated or something under the influence, and he right. he was belligerent and got in there, and he ended up getting arrested in, in Sumter, South Carolina. For for what reason he was there, I don't know. I don't know if he had family or whatever, but he yeah. He That's funny. Nice. It's pretty crazy. Cat Williams. Yeah, he's a great comedian. Dave Chappelle. Uh-huh. Another one. Great, dude. <clears throat> yeah. Just I appreciate a lot of his great. older stuff. Um, he's, yeah. I mean, he's, once again, even, takes a lot to make me laugh, and he, there's always something. Dude, he's got me on the floor. Even his newest, like, special that was out on Netflix just like coming back from like oh such God. a long hiatus and just fucking murdered it again, dude. And yeah. you know just it was great because so Rotten funny. Tomatoes gave it a zero. <laughs> really? They gave it a zero. Dude, it's fuck like, Rotten Tomatoes. Could you be any more transparent in your I've, bias? One day we're dude, one day we're gonna have a buddy of mine and he's like a film guy, like shoots, has worked for like big name companies. Uh-huh. And he just fucking hates Rotten Tomatoes, and it's the best to As hear him should. just talk shit about it. Yeah, because it's these they people. Suck. They don't. It's these people that they're not critics. Unless they, they don't know what us. the fuck they're talking about, <laughs> and they just get on there and just talk all this fucking garbage, and then rate movies that they don't know anything about. The Emoji Movie got like a hundred percent. How? I don't know, it's, dude. I don't know. It's garbage. It I you know what it. I mean? Like, there's, uh, yeah. It's, oh, dude. I one day we'll have if Eli, if you listen to our podcast, we're gonna have you on here one day. Eli, yeah, that's your buddy. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, he's a he's a good dude. Yeah, um, is that that's was that four? Five? That, that was four. I, that was four. The last one I'd have to say is the combination of Kings of Comedy for me. All Bert, three, Bert, of them. Bernie Mac, nice. Cedric Entertainer, Hugh okay. Lee. Steve Hardy was on there, so just classic humor. It you is. just can't re- you can't reboot it. Can't I have reboot. so many I love, but yeah, yeah. those are. Those There's are definitely good. some honorable mentions there for and, me. And uh, um, what's his? Oh, you said Steve Harvey. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I didn't think you'd mentioned him. Yeah, D.L. Hughley. Yeah. Um, it's too late for some milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> to get I forgot about you. Look like you want to do something to me. What do you got, Josh? Um, I did so just to hit the five. Uh, I broke my categories up. I did two contemporary artists, okay, and then three more classic artists, um, okay, and just the the three more classic artists like are classic for me because they shaped my level of humor. Mitch Hedberg, ah, uh, love Mitch Hedberg, just the best. <laughs> Again, so many again, good talking, talking about fourth wall break, talking yes. about one-liners, talking about delivery, the setup of a joke, just great. Loved him. Loved his attitude, his demeanor, his onstage presence, his jokes. Um, all of those same attributes. Two is Stephen Wright. Okay, he's a very similar comedian. Yes, very much the... so. Just dry, dark yeah. humor. Ah, and just, one-liner yeah, jokes. Yeah, just love Stephen Wright. I think that they. I I think um, Mitch Hedberg is. Pr- I'm probably like him better than Stephen Wright. Yeah, but Stephen Wright. He was like the original Mitch Hedberg almost. Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And that's what that's what I love about him, dude. Just the way, just his single monotone, dry <laughs> delivery and timing. 
to the punchline, and you're like, yeah. oh fuck, there it is. Ah, well, with Mitch Hedberg, so witty. We had our um. We had our wedding reception mm-hmm. at uh, the Doubletree Hotel, and I always think of his joke. <laughs> right. I couldn't stop thinking about his joke. Like, I won't tell you where I'm staying, but Damn. there are two trees involved. <laughs> Tree. I would, nah, I, I would like to tree. be a fly yeah. <laughs> on the wall in that board meeting. All right, let's name this chain of hotels. <laughs> what are we going to start with? Tree. Let's go with Tree. Now, Double tree. Double tree. That's it. Hell Cut it yeah. in print. <laughs> Shit. I was really holding out for quadruple tree. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's funny. It, it was his delivery. Like, if you right. took his jokes and somebody else told him, they wouldn't be funny. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm saying is delivery and timing. Like, I, the other day I ordered a club sandwich and I'm not even a fucking member. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not in the fucking club. <laughs> and then um, George Carlin. Yeah. He's my other classic artist. Just the way I. I Chris Rock style, where he's like, it was funny as fuck, but like the way he broke things down and then explained them, you were like, yeah. you really thought about not just why it was funny, but like why the joke made so much sense. Just like, fuck it. Your house is a place where you put shit while you go out and get more shit. And then when you have too much shit, you got a bigger house to put all of your shit in to go out and get even more shit. Yeah. He did uh, have a way to break it down. I got and he to would get on these long tangents. Right. It was funny. Yeah. I got to see George Carlin about a year before he died. Oh, did you really? Columbia. That's yeah, awesome. Went, and I think it was about a year later he passed away. Um, but then contemporary artists are, I, dude, I love Anthony Jeselnik. Oh, okay. I, I love him too. I again, think it's hilarious. Just again, timing, he delivery, is dark so humor. Brutal. Oh. I'm with you. So funny. So funny. What, uh, like his joke about the Boston Marathon. <laughs> so, like, the, the, the Boston Marathon occurred and he heard about the tragedy and everybody texted him. They were like, don't do it. Don't Anthony, do it. And he had to send out a tweet. It. Don't do it. And he put out on Twitter, he goes, some lines just aren't meant to be crossed. <laughs> <laughs> he did the same thing with the Aurora shooting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he but just other than that, that, how was the movie? <laughs> Oh, I love it. That new special he has where he talks about taking his his uh the his friend that's a girl, not his girlfriend, but it's a g- girl that's his friend, and I uh, takes her to the abortion clinic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's talking about like when he when she gets up to go in and get the procedure done, and he's like, All right, well, good luck. <laughs> and he's like, She thought I was an asshole, but who is she to judge? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I like Anthony Jeselnik because his jokes, you think they're going one direction right. and then he takes a hard left and you're yeah. like, wow, I did not see that coming as the right? punchline. Yeah. And he's yeah. witty. He is I'm, hilarious. Dude, I, it's, I, again, I think it's the same setup. Yes. And I just really appreciate that in, in stand-up comedy. Yeah. Um, or like uh, my girlfriend asked me if you could have dinner with anyone living or dead who would it be oh well baby it, it'd be you and you'd be dead <laughs> <laughs> um and then my number one my last one is chad daniels um he's not like a, a huge major list right stand-up comedian but if you have the opportunity if you have spotify listen to chad daniels i'll have to because I, I don't know fucking, who that is dude i 
L-O-L. I laugh out loud. Driving. I laugh so hard. I'm closing my eyes when I'm driving the car. He's just the funniest motherfucker. And just the way he sets up and tells his jokes. He's more of like a story style comedian. Right. Um, versus my others. But like the way he sets up a joke. Like um, he talks about like this one where, um, you know, my wife decided she's let's get a canoe. Let's paddle upstream and let's float back down. Clearly, my wife doesn't know the meaning of let's. <laughs> we got in the canoe and I'm up front because apparently that's where you do all the work. And when I turn around and look, she's not even fucking paddling. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I'm taking pictures. Well, you could sketch it because we're not fucking going anywhere. Pick up a paddle. <laughs> After four hours of this work, we're floating back down because who wants to paddle against the stream? That's definitely not the smartest thing to do. She says to me, hey, uh, next time we do this, we should bring the kids. Oh, yeah, because that's great. If you've ever done anything difficult, throw some kids in there. <laughs> Nothing but sunshines and rainbows. <laughs> So yeah, That's he's funny. He's great. All right, I guess I'll give you mine. That's Brian. Two of mine were already taken by right. you guys. Nice. Dave Chappelle is one of mine, and George Carlin is one of mine. Nice. Um, but also I've got um Brian Regan. Brian Regan's so good, dude. I don't okay. know how he is able to be as funny as he is without being dirty. Right. Most clean comedians like for the most part, I right. don't usually find him as funny as like a comedian right. who's kind of like uninhibited. Yeah. And um Dude, I love his bit where he talks about where he tries to like interject into conversations that he doesn't understand what they're talking about or like have any bit of information to talk about to where someone is like, Do you like art? And he's like, Oh, I love art. And they're like, well, what museums have you been to? And he's like, oh, I just got from back from Paris and I don't really know any museums. So I said, I love the uh, La Rouvre. <laughs> they were like, oh, that's great. Do you appreciate Monet? And he's like, I love making Monet. <laughs> he is, I saw him. Yeah, uh, he came here and I saw him and he was really funny. Um, he's definitely one of my favorites. And uh, I also have Bill Burr. He's great. Too. I think Bill Burr to me, Did he's you... one of the top comedians ever. Hands down. All of his stand up is just ridiculously funny. Every time, every time he has a special, I think it's, it's just like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I love. Uh, first of all, did you watch the where he did the hot wing thing on YouTube. Um, There's like that, that host that does like hot ones or something like that. And no. you eat hot wings like progressively in heat. And Bill Burr does one. And it's fucking hilarious, dude. He gets to one point where he eats one and the guy's asking questions and he's like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so like, it's in my mouth. And the guy's continuously asking him and he's like, dude, shut up. You're more relentless than the spiciness is. <laughs> it's just like, stop talking. Have you seen the, oh, well, I don't think there's video of it, but it's when he performed in Philadelphia, they had like this festival. No. And all these comedians performed before him. And apparently all the fans in Philadelphia were like really shitty that day. And um, 
they were like booing comedians, like classic comedians that were up there and everything. Mm-hmm. And Bill Burr comes out and instead of giving a comedy act, he just shits all over Philadelphia for like 12 minutes. Really? It was the, it is one of the greatest things I've ever heard. He is shitting all over every sports team they have, talking about how shitty their city is, how he hopes they all fucking get cancer and die of AIDS and all this stuff. And he's just, just going on. And he'll, Hell every, yeah. every minute, he's like, 11 minutes and then he yeah. keeps going <laughs> That's and he awesome. just shits all over him again he's like 10 minutes <laughs> all it does a whole countdown he shits all over them it's one of the greatest things i've ever heard it's epic great. dude if you look it up on youtube you can find it bill burr yeah. like rant in philadelphia I will. and he just talks about how they'll never win a championship in any of their sports because they fucking suck <laughs> and oh man it's really funny but i also uh my last one's probably controversial for you sensitive people that are listening louis ck oh yeah i think he's one of the greatest comedians that ever lived his he's so good delivery is is good funny as shit his show was funny um and his his everything he directed besides pootie tang was really funny dude and his his, (laughs) sign your pity on the running (laughs) what a time (laughs) that was the stupidest movie i've ever seen (laughs) just again that's one of those like the storytelling style comedians where like the delivery is yes. so it's so at home like it's so relative and he's mean yeah it's funny to me right but and and you relate because you're like yeah yeah i i think those people fucking suck too yeah he'll <laughs> just talk like shit about his own kids right. like, <laughs> like right <"Fuck> you <laughs> right <laughs> like what does he say there's a joke he tells about his uh his little girl and she comes and shows him something and it's like I think it's like he's not even really listening, but he has to pretend like he gives a fuck. Right. And like, because he's like, what is the, what is an eight year old going to tell me? Like, really? Really? Oh, my God. And then what she say? Right. Like, the way he delivers it is hilarious. Right. Do you have any honorable mentions? Because I have a few probably. I uh, I mean, I, I don't. I didn't write any down, but I mean, like fucking Robin Williams. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's honorable mention. Uh, the things that didn't make my list made your guys' list. Those are my other honorable yeah. mentions. You know, yeah. Louis C.K. was up there. Dave Chappelle was up there. I would um, throw Ron White up there. I think Ron White's Ron White's really, good. really funny. Um, even Bill Ingvall. You know, the whole, yeah. uh, what was their Where did he go? I haven't troop? seen him. Um, what happened to him? I don't know. I th- he did a couple movies and then that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of faded what away. What was that whole outfit called? That they the blue collar redneck oh blue collar, blue collar comedy, comedy. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. they they were uh, I think Ron Larry was the funniest one except Larry the Cable Guy I, yeah. I didn't like him very much <clears throat> it got played out like yeah. he was funny when they first came out yeah and then that like it just kept going and, going and going and the fact that they were selling get her done camo hats in Walmart <laughs> pissed me off well dude. they all had their thing you know yeah. like they all had like except for Ron White well, I guess I mean. They all had like their catch no, yeah. thing, you know, like like Billingvall had "Here's Your Sign," and then right. Larry the Cable Guy had "Get Her Done," and Jeff Foxworthy Fox 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 might, might be a redneck. redneck. Mayonnaise, yeah, mayonnaise. A lot of people out here. I guess Ron White had the tater salad thing, but <laughs> yeah, but that's still he just doesn't a part really of the story. fit with the rest of them. Yeah, He's he not as cheesy. The rest like, of well, and the rest of his stand up is, I think, better than the rest of their stand up. Oh yeah, yeah. He's funny. His last uh, his last. Uh, stand-up special where he talks about um, 
baby duck pussy lips or whatever. <laughs> oh, Fogwa? Doesn't he talk about Fogwa? I don't know what it is, yeah. but it's some kind of food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Duck liver and like how delicious it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> going on about this shit? It's funny as hell. <laughs> that's on, uh, I think that's on Netflix. I also think Kevin Hart is Kevin one Hart. of my, Kevin, Kevin Hart's, Hart's another like, uh, again, top 10. Yes. Like, broke the threshold also like one we forgot to completely mention and i think he's one of the greatest of all time is richard pryor richard Pry- dude richard pryor is like number one of all time yeah i'm pretty sure i don't I know if he pryor goes on this list he's on another level yeah yeah but also yeah. also considered eddie, eddie murphy but i'm a much eddie bigger Murphy's fan of his you know yeah. his movies than i am his stand-up well, but I'll his old stand-up was great i i will say it's too good, though, though that i appreciate it about eddie murphy is his level of dedication based on his family is something that was amazing to me is like he was a filthy comic till he had kids then he did shit like daddy daycare and trek <laughs> and then when his kids came of age he did another stand-up special so i think right. that's that's something to be said about like trying to trying to give a good impression to like the kids and yeah you know how he lasted within his life within his family i think that's i think that's, that's what i to be do said too. you know i have a nine-year-old yeah. he's old enough i started doing this podcast now right <laughs> just yeah. waited till now yeah and you still do, i don't even <clears throat> think you really swear me yeah i do oh, no i mean on the podcast i do oh do you <laughs> oh yeah. I, yes i just i just don't fucking hear it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh there was one other one i was thinking of um it was uh shit now I can't remember. It was a good one. Damn it. I don't know. I don't, He's yeah, another don't comedian. Me. I'm not going to tell you. I Hold did on. have Steve Martin as well. Steve Martin? Yeah. Steve I'll Martin was great. Mention. Like his, yeah. his old stand-up. I don't stand think up. I've ever seen Steve Martin stand-up. It was good. It's very funny. It was funny. Back a little bit more wholesome than, than others. Yeah, and I think it's like it's kind of a little dated now yeah. compared to... Some of these other comedians. Um, There's just so many Norm, good comedians. Norm really. McDonald is up there as a classic stand-up. How about David Cross? David Cross has like got David, funny stuff. I yeah, David yeah, I Cross don't, down as Auburn Mitch. I don't, I don't think I like David Cross. How about Cross Todd Berry? Do you like Todd Berry? Oh, I like Todd Berry. I like Todd Berry's voice yeah i like the way <laughs> his real soft like yeah. soft mike spoken Berbigli- voice mike berbiglia is another good one. Oh. I know who I was going to say. Tom Segura. Tom Segura is a great really one. Really funny. I fucking love Tom Segura. Yes. He is great, dude. Yeah. And Bikes! <laughs> if you don't know that joke, Google Bikes. Tom Segura. <laughs> yes. It's fucking great. <laughs> All right. Well, um, how about we go to this article that I have? Um this is something I wanted to talk about. This was the uh, the biggest inventions of the decade since we're this year's coming to an end and we are about to go into 2020, which I guess is the start of a new decade, right? Yeah, that's how yeah. that works. That's yeah. how, every 10 every years, 10. that's yeah. what a decade. It's every 10 years? Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, carry, okay. carry the one. Which, so, um, I real quick, dude, I'm going to drop a riddle. Okay. What occurs... Every minute, second, and century, but does not happen during days, years, or decades. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, think on it. Tell your, tell the rest of your thing. I don't think you're going to come up with it immediately. But. Okay. You have to remind us because I might forget to come back to it. That's uh, okay. 19 inventions that have changed the world in the last decade. So the first one <clears throat> I was actually looking at earlier, and that's how I knew my parents were here, was uh, the Ring video doorbell. Yeah. Or I guess the video doorbell. It wasn't necessarily Ring. but Or like home home security monitoring. Which is interesting. I it's become like a a huge phenomenon because I I can drive up and down my street and I just see like over half the people everybody's got one have a ring doorbell yeah which is cool and it's very convenient but at the same time you're in the back of your mind you're thinking like who's watching this besides me you know yeah is there anybody like hacking into this thing right Did you well, see the, the thing with the guy uh, he hacked into the, the like the kids playroom and started talking to the little girl no this was like last week yeah on I the believe ring, it though the ring camera wow. yeah that's why that's he didn't why do he, anything but he was just talking to her and she was like freaking out that's like why you little, need to learn girl. unix and linux administration to prevent shit like that from happening in your house yeah that's cool i just need something else to learn how to do <laughs> <laughs> i don't have enough something hobbies. that you don't pick up yeah, yeah this is not a weekend hobby. yeah i'm sure i'll just i'll just i'll just google a couple things that should be good <laughs> All right, one was the snoo. I don't even know. I don't know what anything about this, snoo? but I, we don't have little kids, so uh, it's a smart sleeper. It's supposed to be the um, the little bassinet that like rocks the baby and simulates the womb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know like a mamaru. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know mamaru. But that was one um, facial recognition technology, which I think technically has existed before that, but. I guess since 2010, it's become like a, a mainstream thing that you can actually have in your house on your phone versus like I don't something know, that I think only it was, like I think the it was government just, had. I think it was just ideal back then. Yeah. I, I don't think it was facial recognition. Like we could have like a retina scan. It says it was conceived in the 60s. Yeah. But I don't know when it But I don't think came it came up. to fruition until yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. And um, bioprinting. Yeah. Speaking of fucking skin farming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a skin farmer. How much for some of that dick skin? Oh <laughs> <clears throat> um, Netflix streaming, which Netflix has been around since 97. But um, after 2010, that's when they actually started streaming. Yeah. And... um. They kind of paved the way for all these other streaming services now. Yeah, dude, I remember. I fucking remember back in the day when we upped our Netflix subscription to fourteen ninety nine to get three DVDs mm-hmm. in the mail at Delivered. a time. Yeah, yeah, DVDs. I think we probably still have a Netflix DVD somewhere. <laughs> I gotta send it back to them. I don't know. <laughs> like, they're probably I don't think they're worried it. about it at this. <laughs> you point. don't think so? No, they've All made right. so much more money. They um, they were also responsible for uh, the concept of releasing an entire season at once. Yeah, Netflix did that. I think they started. I think the very first show that ever Binge was watching. done with that was uh, House of Cards. I think Netflix. <laughs> released it all at once that was like what seven eight six seven years ago something like that yeah and um which was a great show by the way house of cards it's one of my favorites uh semi-autonomous cars so 
I don't think this is a technology that's really been perfected yet. I keep no, hearing well, all it's kinds semi-autonomous. Of that, yeah. And to speak to that, uh, it's so amazing. I drove to New York. Uh, I, I think we might have mentioned this, that I was going up there for a wedding. And I drove. It was a 14-hour drive. And uh, my two buddies, they got off work in the middle of the night, came to my house, and I drove. So I drove the 12 hours. They let me not drive like the last two hours. It was right. super nice of them. And um, <laughs> we were driving the Subaru, and it, it had like the assisted cruise control, and it had the lane assist. Um, and it, the car itself drove so well, one, I only ever used the pedals was to get off and on an exit ramp. The rest of it, I never used the pedals. Right. And then two, it kept me in the lane so well that I fell asleep twice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like I just, you can't, you don't, you're not doing it. I don't it's think I can do that. Just, that do, 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 do. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and you look around, you make sure your buddies are asleep. Yeah, they didn't notice. I'm going to tough it through. I'm going to keep driving. And then like five minutes later, you're like, who's it off again? That would freak me out, dude. Do, 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 do. Oh, shit. Yeah. Letting but, my but, car drive. But to to the contestant, like that's, that's how right. well it works. Like we didn't wreck. We made it. It's fucking amazing. I mean, that's cool. Another one is Uber. <sighs> Change the world, dude. Yeah. Change the world. I will agree even, that Uber even, probably was a huge... Dude, even back in the day, like taxis are great, but unless you're in a big city, they shut down. That's right. Yeah. If you stay at a bar until fucking midnight, you're not going to get a taxi. And how about the guy that started Lyft? Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to do the same thing they did. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> they didn't enterprise on it yet, that. dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find something that there's only one of and just be like, I'm going to do the same thing and call it this. Yeah. That sounds like the way to go. Uh, Instagram. Yep. I know that's all you have is Instagram, right? Not anymore. I got rid of Instagram. You did? Yeah. I get um, now that now that parents are getting on Instagram, I got off Instagram. So um, now what do you want? Some... TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Oh, my God. TikTok. I've made mention. TikTok. It's fucking hilarious, dude. You and my son, you guys can be friends with each other on TikTok. It's the, well, that's the thing, dude. Yeah. It's the next social media. You want to you wanna stay uh, uh, in front of the game, dude. Yeah. The next one's air fryers. Oh, dude. <laughs> I love my I air fryer. I love my air fryer. <laughs> I would air fry soup. Air fryer. <laughs> There's nothing I don't air fry. Oh, my God. I'd I've do never soup used if one. I could. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. I hear all about them, but we don't have one. And you I've know never how used one. when you like reheat pizza and it fucking blows? Yeah. Yeah. You get an air fryer. It fixes all your problems. Do you reheat a pizza on an air fryer? Yes. Really? You reheat pizza. Shit, you fucking yeah. make French fries. You, dude, mozzarella. Dude, pick a thing. Give it to me. I'll air fry it. I don't give a fuck. It'll make it. That it's sounds delicious. awesome. It's so, it's amazing. It's the best thing ever. It's, it's essentially like a, con, it's, it's, it's a mini convection oven that fits on your. But it doesn't actually fry anything. No, it's no. air. Yeah. It's convection air. So why don't they just, why do they call it an air fryer? Because you, it's... you take fried goods and. So the results are similar to something that's fried. In right. half the time. Okay. Right. If not less, I do like the um, what's the oh God, Instapot. What's the, the Instapot. Instapot. Yeah, that yeah. thing's cool. I yeah. don't have one of those. That's I will. We have, have one, one of those, and I, it's really cool. I have one, but I don't use it. I I I know there's more I use things the air I can fryer, do with it. Like every I, other day. Yeah, I use my air fryer. I use my rice cooker every day, though. Oh yeah, that's super. Yeah, I used <laughs> the one you um, the one you let us borrow. Yeah, 
uh, Square. If you're oh, a business yeah, owner, yeah, yeah. merchant services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a business Purchasing, owner. You're not like, one, but like, I can see where it would be really. Yeah, well, uh, because revolutionary. The, the, the biggest thing is you can make purchases available instantly, and the the key off of percentage is so minute that every small business can own it. That's right. the problem is because like if you wanted like your credit card or debit, which I remember dealing with at the tattoo shop is we would have credit debit brokers or salesmen or whatever the fuck they're called come into the shop all the time. And they're like, yeah, whatever. We'll give it to you at yada, yada, fucking whatever. These are your agreements. 4%, 3%, 5%, 6%. And then square is like, it, it's right on your, it's right on your phone. It can go directly to the artist. They can deposit into the shop owner and, like square only takes like one percent right two percent something super affordable just because there's no upkeep that's cool yeah square is awesome um kickstarter another awesome program it is i I think the idea of kickstarter is really cool because it does help like some people have really good ideas that have started with kickstarter or uh it's it's something we talk about like uh, with our company um is it's not just a good way to find sourcing or uh, to find funding, but it's also a great way to find crowdsourcing. If you're interested in an idea, you create a Kickstarter campaign and whether or whether or not it raises enough money, you right. can see how many people are interested in the idea. So whether or whether or not it makes your goal, right? You can set your goal to be infinite. You'll right. never make the goal. You might never make this product. But if you get a million pledges, you're like, oh, people are actually interested in right. this. I should go ahead and make it whether or whether or not I use the funding from Kickstarter. So yeah. it's a great, it's a great open sourcing program too. Um smart speakers. So I guess like, like Bluetooth. Uh, Bluetooth. Oh Wireless. no, no, no. This is like the step above it. So like uh Sonos is probably the best at it. I love first of all, I love Sonos sound systems. But um they actually take uh available like Bluetoothing and bandwidth and they'll transition from room to room. So like if you have your house set up with different Sonos Bluetooth speakers and you right. travel like with your cell phone from your living room to the hallway to the bedroom, it'll stop playing in the living room and play in your bedroom. I want a, a couple of Sonos speakers. But they're <sighs> expensive, man. Yeah, well, you're you're paying for quality. Dude. Well, yeah. Also, um, it's in ambigram. Yeah. So it's spelled the same forwards right. and backwards as well as upside down. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's that's good design marketing. Sonos. Yep. You're correct. <laughs> uh, Venmo. Yeah. Which is I use Venmo really all just the like time, in, so, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know, dude. That's a that's an eat off of PayPal. Right. Well, yeah. It's just I don't understand why that I don't understand why they had to like people had to migrate over to Venmo when there was already PayPal, but because it's more social media standard that, you know, what's funny to me is that the, this is the one thing that is, I think Venmo is great, but what annoys me about Venmo is that they try to make it into like a social right. network. Right. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck what post, Josh paid. Post what will. you paid for. <laughs> Why do I care what Josh paid? Will, but it's right. showing me, Oh, Josh paid will for an industrial tube of lubricant or whatever you know what i mean yeah, like right that was two of them <laughs> yeah it doesn't make any sense to me 10 like, yards of ass yeah yeah you paid the dick skin guy on venmo that's right that's how he does all his business right. <laughs> i don't know how legitimate this company is 
Uh, Aura Quick. I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck that. Apparently, is. it's an uh, FDA approved at home HIV test. Which okay. I mean, hmm. I've never felt the urge to test myself for HIV. Yeah. Maybe I have it right now. Who knows? I don't think so. But but with Aura Quick, you could find out. Yeah. <laughs> they can send you the kit, and you just within seconds swab expensive? your mouth. I bet that's expensive. Maybe. I don't know. I bet it is. That to me, I don't know if that's even like like that's dumb. Um, pill pack, which is yeah. really interesting to me because I've talked to my wife about this before I ever knew it was a thing. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, it'd be cool if they had a company that could like send you Take all your all medications your in a package together yeah, for like daily old people. packaging. Yeah, and then I see that this is a real thing, and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I come up with good ideas that already exist sometimes and it you know, pisses me off. And dude, I've got to tell you, like with that concept, working at the US patent office is probably the worst job ever to just sit there and go, oh, fuck, I should have thought of that. <laughs> fuck, I should have thought of that. Right. Fuck, yeah. I should have thought that of that. Suck. <laughs> that's that's a good point. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Yeah, neither did he. <laughs> That's yeah. why he's still at the fucking patent office. Jesus. Uh, thinks? I don't know what the hell that is. This is, um, uh, this looks like Spanx to me. I was going to ask if you meant Spanx. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Probably for men, though. Thanks. It's, uh, it's smarter underwear. <laughs> no, it's underwear designed to be worn during your period. Oh, Okay. All right, cool. Wow. Uh, I'm going to have to just take that that's the best invention because yeah, I wouldn't know anything about it. It sounds fantastic. Yeah, good for know. periods. Squatty Potty? Yes, dude. I was going to say, if Squatty Potty's not on there, it better fucking be on there. I love the Squatty Potty. I love my Squatty Potty. Dude, my Squatty <laughs> Potty and my bidet have changed my life. I go home and shit like a king, dude. I got Allison <laughs> a Squatty Potty for Valentine's Day. Oh, it's awesome. Best. That's the most romantic Best gift Valentine's ever. Day. I want you. I want you to shit really shit good. Shit right, baby. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> um, beds and boxes. Yeah, um, right. Like Casper and all those purple. Yeah, they get shipped right to your house. Yeah, you don't have to deal with salesmen or fucking pushy people trying to get you to pay an extra twenty percent for a fucking bed frame that you don't fucking need. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's uh, I think that's the end of that. But um, do you guys have any other ones that were not mentioned? Fleshlight wasn't on there. <laughs> was that, <laughs> dude? That's probably I think that was around before years, 2010, dude. wasn't it? How about, dude, like prostate ticklers with a remote <laughs> to say like I don't have to reach back there to adjust the, ta- the speed. The tank tickler with a remote. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know about those, but uh, that sounds awful. I don't yeah. want to do any of that. Yeah, until you do it, then it sounds great. I'm still not going to do it. <laughs> it sounds gross. Um, no, I mean, that's pretty... Like I said, Squatty Potty was my number one. If it's not on the list, it better be. Yeah. But... I can't think of another good one, really. I mean, Hulu's pretty dope, but also, like, Netflix crossed that threshold with streaming services anyways, so... Yeah, so it kind of already existed. Yeah. All right. Well, um, the last thing Amazon existed prior, but I think what Amazon has become in the last 10 years has really changed society. Absolutely. Like even even the pill pack thing, you can get that on Amazon. Right. You can uh, hopefully um, Amazon is looking at 
within the next couple of years that they're going to do telehealth. So like your Amazon Prime membership gets you the availability to talk to a doctor via Skype and then they can send you, you know, whatever prescription reference, whatever. And then the goal is to have um, pharmaceuticals available through. So you get your fucking prescription delivered right to your house. Mm-hmm. How about um, how about podcasts? Dude, uh, well, podcasts. Podcasts is great. Is that, I mean, I don't know when the they were invented, but they, that's like, got to be the last ten years. They didn't. I, if they existed before, so. they I don't think the they were popular. Yeah, no, podcast is great. Um, fucking speaking of PayPal, dude, Elon Musk, Tesla's the Falcon X, dude. Yeah, reusable rocket motors. Yeah, that's phenomenal. And that thing, that video where they like just land themselves land back themselves. on the pad. <laughs> I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. That's phenomenal, dude. Like, yeah, that's great. That's a good one. Electric cars, all electric cars. Yeah. You know? Tesla, dude. Elon Musk is the man. Dude, Mini's coming out with one. Mini's coming out with one next year, but it's not available in the U.S. I'm pretty pissed about that. Really? Yeah. Like the like the Mini Cooper? Yeah. All electric. <laughs> Interesting. There's a video of uh, Mini Cooper pulling a 727. You know, just in case you got to haul a plane around. <laughs> That's why like, I bought my Tundra, dude. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, I went and bought my Tundra. I'm like, uh, hey, guy goes... You got a 10,000-pound towing package on here. I go, bullshit. And he goes, <laughs> no, it will. It'll pull 10,000 pounds. I go, it'll pull way more than 10,000 pounds. I watched you guys pull the fucking space shuttle on TV, <laughs> so I know it'll pull more than 10,000 pounds. Right. That thing's got to weigh more than that. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, that's why I'm buying it. I got some space shuttles yeah, I, I need to I got some tow. rockets I got to move. <laughs> How else am I going to move these things? So... Um, I guess the last thing we want to talk about maybe is, uh, new year's resolutions. What do you guys got? You got any new year's resolutions? Um, I will. Well, I want to, I really want to touch new year's resolutions. <laughs> there it is. I want to touch back on, uh, I think my most successful new year's resolution was in 2017. I, uh, I had a resolution to not clog a shitter. <laughs> That's a resolution. <laughs> I made it through the whole year and more than up until this year. What? 20, 2019 was the year I broke my 2017 resolution. I clogged a shitter at work. Must have been. It's a good resolution. Squatty potty shit. Definitely yeah. clogged some shitters since 2017. Yeah, dude, you got to try hard. You got to actively try. Like you sit down and I'm like, you're like, I made myself a promise this year. You're going to give yourself courtesy flushes. You're going to think about cutting loafs mid pitch. Like there's, there's, there's things that go half now, it. half later. Right. Yeah. You got to, you're going to do like spot checks, little wipes, then flush bigger wipes. You got to make sure you're only using a couple squares. It's an investment. All right. Speaking of speaking of clogging shitters, I have to tell this story because this is perfect time to tell it. We went on our honeymoon to Mexico, right? And we go to this resort and we have like this. It's like one of those straw hut bungalow things in the middle of the woods. But when you go inside, it's like a five star hotel room. Yeah. So we go in, just landed in Mexico, just get through the resort. I go in. I'm like, I got to take a shit. And I go into the bathroom. (laughs) immediately clogged the toilet like we just got there i've already Day clogged one. the toilet minute one i'm looking around there's no plunger there's right. nothing right i'm like shit give literally, me a coat hanger i gotta chop this there. one up yeah 
And so, um, <laughs> so I'm like, uh, we got to call the maintenance people because I've messed up the toilet already. <laughs> right. So in the meantime, did you put toilet paper in the shitter? Yeah. Yeah. That's something you're not supposed to do. What do I wipe with a shell? Like, in no, I mean, you man? wipe, but you put it in the trash can. Oh no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm just saying that's what you're supposed to do. But we're on a resort. It was but fine. the plumbing is so poor, anyways. Uh, not on the resort, though. I mean, I guess not. I've never stayed in a fancy fucking hotel. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so then we get dinner, right? And um, they they bring. We decided we just wanted room service, so they bring us dinner, and we've got the uh, tray on the back porch and everything, and we're sitting out there eating. And the guy, he comes with the plunger, right? In the middle of dinner. Rings the doorbell of the room. (laughs) And we're on the porch eating dinner. And I get up to go to answer the door. And have you ever walked through a screen door? Yes. It's exactly what I did. (laughs) There's a screen door and then there's a glass door. And I go to walk to open the room door. And I literally like just walk through the screen door. And it's one of those things where, like, you're falling and you don't know why you're falling, like, right. mid-flight. You're like, what the hell is going on? And I land in the floor and then the door falls on top of me. I'm like, oh, shit, I just walked through the screen door. Like, get up off the ground. So this guy's standing over you with a plunger looking get at you. off the ground and I go to the door <laughs> and there's this little Mexican man holding a plunger. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're going to need more than that. <laughs> And he looks in there behind me. The door's laying in the room. He's like, what happened? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know, dude. I came to answer the door. I walked through it. Then he starts laughing. So anyway, he fixes the toilet. He leaves. And they come back in a golf cart, like, holding a door. Uh, They put a new door on. And they tell us to leave our tray outside on the porch. mm -hmm. Um, And they would just come pick it up. And, like... We leave the tray out there and we're just hanging out in the room and I look out there and there's like this little Mexican raccoon just sitting on the tray, just eating all the food. He's sitting out there and I'm like, oh shit, there's a raccoon on the tray. And my wife's like, oh God, now there's a raccoon. I said, yeah. <laughs> and there's like, just so maintenance they, we end up with nightmare. like a couple of raccoons on the porch and I'm like, okay, now we're being overrun with raccoons. So we had to call the front desk again and tell them and they send like this animal control lady out to <laughs> the room and she just walks out and she's just like, get out of here, get out of here. And I'm like, we don't do that with raccoons where I'm from because they carry rabies and shit. Right. <laughs> I'm not I'm not messing with a raccoon. <laughs> and then like the rest of the trip, we'd go to dinner down at the little um, resort restaurant and there'd just be raccoons just sitting out there looking at us. And Waiting like, on it. They're following us, dude. They're weird in Mexico, too, because they're not little short, fat raccoons. They're, like, skinny and long. Mm-hmm. They're freaky looking. But it was a fun trip. But <laughs> never forget clogging the toilet and then breaking the door. <laughs> the screen door. And then feeding the local raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, go back to your uh, uh my New Year's My New Year's resolution for this year is to fix my past mistakes. So I'm going to get out of debt. I'm going to spend 2020 getting out of debt and try to pick up a secondary job, pay off those student loans that I still haven't put off for no reason. Take, I don't have a lot in credit card debt, just a couple thou, but you know, just get that, just nice. fix all that shit. It's a good idea. 
So, you know, I've got my house. I don't have, I've got a car. I don't have other things I need to buy. I just pick up an extra income and just fix the mistakes I made previously. That's 2020. That's awesome. What you got, Will? Need to be more of a patient person. Really? Yeah. You don't seem impatient to me. You must not know Will. You don't know. No, I, there's things I need to work on for me. Yeah. And the gunfire in my head a lot of times when you just move and, and you've got so much on your plate. Right. The everyday grind and just slowing down and really appreciating the shit you have is probably my number one goal for t- managing the stress and working on me for sure. And then just continuing on my my health, you know, working working on me, you know, it's 2018 was the cardiac event. Yeah. So I feel great. I still have a little bit more weight I'd like to lose. Mm-hmm. So focusing on that and just overall health for me and make sure I stay on the planet. There you go. That's me. Yeah. What what if you don't mind me asking, what happened? What was your Yeah, event? I had um in February of 2018, I had a heart attack. No oh, shit. Yeah. It was um pretty fucking scary. Because you just at my age, you know, you don't you know, I was pretty unhealthy. Be honest, you know, there's mm-hmm. a. I wouldn't consider myself one of, one of the unhealthiest people on the planet, but I certainly didn't you take care of myself as a big guy. Yeah, and my, you know, I wasn't paying attention to me, and so we I was actually on vacation, and I woke up one day, and something wasn't quite right, mm-hmm. and we were going to, you know, do, you know, Allison had taken the day off, and we we took the kids to to, to daycare, school, made our rounds, came home. Yeah. And um, it just kept getting worse and worse. And I didn't want to go to the emergency room. Right. It's like, I don't want to go there. Right. I said, this doesn't go away. This is something different. Um, no. we, we probably should make our way towards there and see what happens. So we got there and sat in the parking lot for about 10 minutes and it just wouldn't go away. So I walked in. You, if you go to the emergency room and you tell people that you're having chest pains, yeah. you, you go to the front of the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they strapped me in and wheeled me back and they did an EKG, which I've had an EKG done before. Mm-hmm. And this time when they did it, the, the lady ripped the paper off the machine and took off out the door. Mm-hmm. And I looked out and said, that's not good. She's going no. to confirm with somebody right. you know, what she's looking at before they start. It's probably doing and they told you like, right what they tell you? Like, Long story short, you're, huh? you're having a heart attack Yeah, right she now? came back in like, we're going to move you. And yeah. I said, okay, where are we going? And she's like, you know, you sit, sit down. And they sit me down, wheeled me into another room with about three other people getting shit ready. Right. They started working on me and putting IVs in and, you know, they came in with the mobile x-ray unit, took a few x-rays and they were looking at those in the hallway. And I, in the back of my head, I knew, I kind of knew was there's something going on with the mm-hmm. heart. Right, you know? right, right. And so they finally got me to a point where. You're not like, is this indigestion? <laughs> <laughs> I just got to fart real bad, <laughs> right? Just fart. really got to let one ride, y'all. <laughs> That's what this is. It. Yes, she said, I'm going to tell you what's going on. You're having a heart attack. Yeah. Jesus. And. You know, the place I was at didn't have a cath lab. Um, so they had to transport me. They're like, they, we know where we're sending you. We're gonna, we're just waiting on an ambulance and they have right. all your information. So <clears throat> remarkable. I was coherent and a lot, uh, right. awake the whole time. Right. I was on a pretty heavy sedative when I got there and there was a lot of pain pills and things that they had given me to, you know, open up my, right. my arteries. And mm-hmm. But they got there and they, they told me, you know, this is basically pit, pit crew style work. Mm-hmm. The faster we work on you, the better you're going to be. And they came in there and, did a catheter. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. uh, angioplasty went right in. Yep. It was on the right coronary artery. I was 100% blocked. Jesus. 100%. 100%. Wow. But I guess it had progressively gotten to where it was 100%. Right. And we, I was able, they were able to get in and fix it. It was an immediate relief. Um, yeah. You know, fortunately for me, we didn't wait long to make the decision. And, you know, in the day, in the recovery days afterwards, you know, they did the echocardiogram to look at it to see if there was any damage or where mm -hmm. the damage, mm -hmm. assess, you know, do the assessment where they could better treat me for the future. And they, they said they couldn't really pick up anything. And if there was, it just wasn't enough to really recognize on the echocardiogram. So it was, you know, it was an event for me that it, I look at it. It, it was, I, it was very scary. One of the scariest, if the scariest thing that's ever happened to me, but I look at it as almost a blessing in disguise Yeah, because I really took that event and changed a lot about me, about how I eat, how I, how I exercise. I made, I made excuses for years why I couldn't get my fat ass to the gym right. mm -hmm. and do something. Right. And I have less time than I ever have. And I still make that, that decision. There's days I don't want to go, but I still right. make oh, that yeah. decision to go. And it's, it's just really paid off for me up here, you know, yeah. the, the mental aspect of it. And also physically, I feel fucking great. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. And I just, you know, so I, I try to advocate for people my age that, you know, aren't taking care of themselves that, you know, don't, don't let a cardiac event or don't let something happen to you to change that. Dude, start working on yourself now. How, mu how much weight have you lost? About a hundred and from start to finish where I am right now, well, I'll say finish. I'm still working on me, but it, about 125 pounds. Jesus. Is what I've dropped. Yeah. Honestly, I could, I could probably drop another 30, 25, 30. Right. To be like, Optimal to have peak performance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just shredded <laughs> to make the cover of Men's Health. Yeah. Jesus, so that's awesome, yeah. though. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, Good for you. Yeah, um, it like I said, it's it, it was it was one of the scariest moments in my life, if not the scariest. And it, but it changed me, and that's that's definitely a goal for me in 2020 is just continue focus on me because I I got people counting on me. You know, I've got yeah, you know, right. my, my family and they, I need them and they need me. And we're, that's, as long as I'm on that treadmill or I'm, I'm, I'm lifting weights, you know, I know this, right. this thing's working the way it's supposed to. So I'm good. Awesome. I'm good. Feel good. Yeah. I think mine is, one of mine's paying off some debts. <clears throat> the Way other, to just steal mine, dude. Fuck you. Come well, up with your own. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have my own dude. Um, also was, uh, get better jujitsu. Yeah. 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 Maybe one day you'll beat me. Maybe one day I can get a blue belt. I'd be ha I'd be happy if this I year? Get a that's blue your goal? Belt. Blue belt this year? Maybe. I don't know. Put it up there, dude. Fucking I'll make it a goal. Vision board that yeah, shit. I'd like bro. to get a blue belt this there year. There you go. Hell yeah. Um and then I'll help you. My last one was to get this podcast to have five thousand downloads. Nice. That's what I want. Let's do it. Do I'm trying. So we'll get it. That's cool. Yeah. Strong goal. But, Big uh, year. Yeah. So I think it's that time, guys. This was a good show. It was great. Good show, great man. Show. I, uh, Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It was a pleasure. We really appreciate you coming in, Will. Yeah. Helping uh, cover this for, uh, for what's-his-face. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. Been gone, been gone one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. One day, can't remember our partner's name. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us, everybody. Hey. Uh, 
you want to find us, you can find us on uh, societyofscoundrels.com. You can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Overcast, any of those apps that you can think of where you can find podcasts. We have a YouTube channel, The Society of Scoundrels. We are Society of Scoundrels on Facebook, and we are Society of Scoundrels Pod on Instagram. We'll see you later. I love you. And I you. Thank you.